Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. It's Tuesday night. It's a little after nine o'clock tonight. Sorry about that. I uh, had a softball scrimmage that ran a little late, but here we are. We're with our Steelers family. I am Dave Schofield, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And with me, as always, my big brother, Rich. Rich, how you doing? Hey, Steeler fans. We're getting close. I saw getting people close. already in live chat talking it. Yeah, you know, we're what nine days, I think. Yeah. 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 Something I would Don't say nine some... days. Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah, I, I know Thursday is one week. So we uh we'll just we'll just look at it like that. Um sorry, I hope y'all didn't hear that noise. I didn't realize my washing machine was running and it just kicked on. Um, that was kind of scary. Um, anyway, welcome okay. Steelers fans. We had, um, well, first of all, before we get into Steelers, I just got to ask, uh, I know you had a day of fishing. How'd it go? Um, it was all right. I had to work hard, but we did get some fish today. So there you go. There you go. I was able to get off the lake, get my fish clean, get a shower, get something to eat and get down here and get the, uh, Get the show rolling. So there you go. I and it's I nice love to it. see nice to see Thaddeus is here because he had told me he wasn't gonna make it because he's been getting up early for turkey hunting. So ah, <laughs> so um yeah, because you know Thaddeus fishes some of the same places you do. So yep. while you were out on the boat, you missed some Steelers news today. I know you were so having to I was trying to catch up. Gotta get into it. You gotta you gotta love it. I, I I told you it was not a great day for social media as a Steelers fans because you were gonna catch a bunch of extreme on both sides of the announcement that head coach Mike Tomlin was given a three-year contract extension today. He is now under contract to be the Steelers head coach through the 2024 season. So it's interesting because those people that are not a fan of Mike Tomlin definitely don't like this. People that are a big fan of Mike Tomlin love it. And then there's other people that just don't like to hear everyone else making bad arguments. <laughs> um, poor, poor Michael Beck today, man. He, he had them all over the place. All he did was throw out some numbers just to show that his point was, man, the Steelers have had three coaches since 1969. Then you're talking about going through 2024. So look at that. I mean, mm -hmm. you're talking that that's a long time. That's a really long time for only three coaches, all of them with, with winning records, yeah, I mean, combined regular season and playoffs, all of them Super Bowl champions. Um, yeah, that's that's how many years mm -hmm. now did you say that was? Uh, I didn't even say, so we're talking where it's, it's 50, it, it'll be 55 by the time, if, if he runs through it, right? So it'll be, right. oh, and, no, because it included the 69 season. That would be 56. It would be, okay. it would be 56 if Common goes through the remainder of his contract. Right. And who's to say it's over and, then? You know, you, you know? you've got, that's three coaches in 56 years. Yeah. Okay. And then you have teams like Cleveland that go through six coaches in 56 games. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So so, so you got to you got to look at those kind of things. Bottom line is let's just say this is you're going to get my opinion, okay? Is Mike Tomlin a perfect head coach? No. Because such a thing does not exist. 
And that's the biggest problem I think that some Steeler fans have is that they want the perfect head coach because I'm sorry, even that guy up north, he's as no. close to perfect as you can get because he's the standard, but he's no perfect coach. I mean, if he was that perfect, he would have turned around that mistake on the lake when he was there. And that didn't That's happen. Right. So the thing is, I had an article out today that was, of course, I had the Tomlin news, but I also had another article out today um, that was from a statement that I made on the preview Thursday night. So a bunch of you here that are here in the live chat with us on YouTube or Facebook, you might have been here for that. And it was the whole notion of I was asked about Alejandro Villanueva coming back. What do I think? And I said, a problem that some Steeler fans have is that they sometimes they say that the Steelers hold on for their players too long. And I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. Um, but that's an opinion. Um, I'm not going to tell someone else who was adamant that they do that they're wrong. I just don't agree with you. The thing is, too many times Steelers fans compare players to their past performances rather than compare them to are they – a much better option than their other options. Like the right. point of the biggest point I had in my article was like, was more, and some people are like, oh yeah, you could see it with Pouncey. He was really needed to go. Really? Pouncey needed to go? Yes. He had not been playing as well the last two seasons as he did earlier in his career because of the style of center he is. Okay. And if you've seen him now, my goodness, you wouldn't even think he was an offensive lineman. He's thinned down so much. But the thing is, if he was not in this thin, way that he is now but if he was just if he's stuck around he is by far the best center on the Steelers roster right now if he's still there so don't tell me oh well Pouncey needed to move on what's the answer behind him and then then other people are going to want to say oh well the Steelers should have had an answer behind him should they was it ready I mean I don't know but that's what I say is that sometimes we have a tendency with someone like Big Ben, Al Villanueva, that we want to compare them to what they've been in years past when obviously these guys at this age are not still on the upward trajectory. So that's what's going to happen. The question right. is, how many good years can you still get from them even if they're not their best years? That's right. what it really comes down to. And because right. people, of that... People are ahead. upset because we, we weren't playing at that you know Pro Bowl, you know, all pro caliber that we were used to. That's, yeah. Okay. And he would be the first to admit that he wasn't. Yeah. But, but he's still better than 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 the than the alternatives. So right. yeah. But yeah. yeah. So and but I sometimes I kind of feel like even though it's coaching and whatnot, it's the same thing with Coach Tomlin. It's like, oh, the Steelers need to move on from Coach Tomlin. They just need something new and some someone fresh and something. I'm like, do you think someone's gonna come in and be that guy? Do you I mean Do you really? I mean, that's that's the ultimate question. But right. to, we know, we're, I mean, we're not going to sit back and talk about Coach Tomlin making all the right decisions. We still like to say that, you know, um, the Steelers don't live in their fears. Except in the playoffs. Except in the playoffs, okay? Um, should, they have, should they have gone for it, in my opinion, on their own 48 to start the fourth quarter? Absolutely, Okay. But then again, I still got people that they are the most frustrated that they went for the onside kick in the playoff game against Jacksonville. And I lay it out all out. He was at, that was actually that was a, a, a coin flip call and probably the better call to go for it because they hadn't stopped the team going three and out the whole game. 
And right. if you execute a normal failed onside kick, you still were going to have to hold him three and out no matter what to get the ball back. The only question was, was it going to be at the 45 yard at your own 45 or at the other team's 20? Or wait, your own 20 of their team's 45. Yeah, I, I, or I, I no, I got them backwards. I can't think of it straight. Regardless, the only reason they got the field goal out of that was because they got the penalty on the onside kick for touching it after six yards. You know, yep. and if you're going to plan for the worst case scenario and that's why you're not going to do it, they at least tried to give themselves a shot. It wasn't the decision, it was the poor execution. Um, which which goes there. But uh, coaches, I mean, hindsight is always 2020. Coach Tomlin, let's just say this. He got so much overwhelming support from his players. There are players that specifically come to Pittsburgh to play with Coach Tomlin. There are players that specifically want to stay in Pittsburgh because of Coach Tomlin. You can't say, well, that is that really what you want? You know what? If it gives them better players, sure. What do you think? Yeah. No, we don't want any Yeah. We want a coach that nobody wants to come play for. Is that what we want? Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, exactly. So I'm not telling people out there that that you have to be in love with Coach Tomlin. You don't. I understand. But if you, the biggest thing I think it comes down to is you. I've heard so many times of, oh, well, he wasted talent. Okay. He had the killer bees and they didn't win a championship. You also know what they didn't have? They didn't have any, they didn't have very good defense. Okay. So you had that, but you didn't have the defense. They're like, oh, but 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 now you have the defense, and the, I'm like, but you know what? You know what you don't have now? You don't have a running game. You know, so you you can't say you wasted talent when you're when you're still trying to do it. The biggest problem I have, and I've seen other people say it in the live chat. I'm sorry if I can't quote who it was. The biggest problem I have sometimes with Coach Tomlin is his choices of hiring and retaining coordinators. Yeah. So whether that's all on him or not, we'll see. But you know what? As long as he's a coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm going to, I love everything about the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though it's not perfect. So anything else you want to say about Coach Tom before we move on? Since I've done my long monologue about this, hi, Coach Tomlin. Yeah. Go tribe. Yeah. That's what I was going <laughs> to say, you know, with the William and Mary all, alma mater. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, gotta love it. Wish you could have met him down there. You seemed to always be one step behind, huh? I was. Okay. Yeah. So the I, I I am gonna say one other thing. Sometimes, okay, we talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how they are the I say it all the time, they're the best franchise in professional sports. They are. I mean, probably because I'm such a big fan, I feel that way, but that's how I feel. They're the best franchise in professional sports. So you've got Coach Tomlin as the coach of the best franchise in professional sports. What makes them so good and what makes the expectation so high is the fact that they actually have good coaches. Yeah. I mean, remember all the people that wanted wanted Cower gone because they were not they weren't doing the best they could there at the end, and then as soon as he left, some of those same people Bring Cower you know, back. Bring oh, we need Cower back. We can. He'll, he'll come back to coach. We need to bring him back. I still run into people that see me wearing Steelers gear and like, oh, the Steelers are never going to be anything again. But unless they can bring Cower back, I'm like, you're the same people that were complaining about it and wanted him gone when he was there. So some of you weren't, but some of you were. So, um, but that's that's that. So the big thing is with this contract, 
um, that I saw somebody say that, that it really goes to show. I think it was, I, th- I want to give credit where credit's due. I think it was Michael Beck that says, this goes to show that Tomlin is in it for the long haul beyond Ben Roethlisberger. For those thinking that Tomlin and Colbert and Roethlisberger were all going to ride off into the sunset together and when one was gone, they were all going to go. I three more years with 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 Tomlin, he's not going to sign that unless he really wants to do it. And I would be shocked if Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger would play. I mean, that's three years extension from this year. That's four more years that I I just don't see that happening. So Tomlin says he's you know he's in it for the quarterback rebuild process. So good stuff. I mean, regardless, the Steelers. They've had these three coaches since 1969, and they're all going to end up in the Hall of Fame. End of story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So appreciate what you got when you got it, because if you could always be the mistake by the lake and dealing with that. So, Rich, right. we've got okay. an interesting topic tonight. It was kind of birthed by your words to me last week, both on air and off air afterwards. When, if you all didn't check it out, we did a mock draft simulation. We used the draft network. We did that. The The live chat was chiming in and we picked the draft. It wasn't, it was a pretty decent draft when you go back and look at it. Um, should I recap it real quick for everyone? Just so we, so we know I've got it. You can if you want. I've got it saved off here. I do know that we were. I can, I can, I can recap, you know, my statements. Okay, your statements. I hate mock drafts. I know. I know. <laughs> um, the Steelers. We had them at twenty-four, selecting running back Najee Harris from Alabama. At a fifty-five, we had Asante Samuel Jr., cornerback from Florida State. Oh, he's available there. That, that's a steal. In the third round, pick eighty-seven, we had Cam McGrone, linebacker, Michigan. Now, disclaimer. That was before Vince Williams signed back. I still don't know yep. if that would change that pick or not. It could, maybe not. Okay, uh, fourth round, uh, the 128 pick was Walker Little, tackle from Stanford, and then the 140 pick was Trey Hill, center from Georgia. After the no fifth-round pick, we had a sixth-round pick of uh, Shaka Tony Edge from Penn State. Um, then the seventh round, 245, we had the wide receiver. I'm not even going to try to do it. Terry. Um, from Florida State and the tight end, um, Luke Farrell from Ohio State. So, and like I said, you can laugh at me all you want when the dyslexic guy can't pronounce names. And someone accused me of not knowing anything about the draft. I'm like, you know, to do my mock draft Monday article, I read, I have read since January hundreds of mock drafts. I've seen these names, but I'm not listening to people pronounce them. So that's why I'm not getting the pronunciation and then the spellings are all weird. So very, very interesting with that. But after we did that, we've got, we had the mock draft that happened last night on the, on the, almost the preview. It's not the preview. It's the hangover. That was the BTSC staff mock draft. Next week we have the users mock draft. If you haven't checked it out, Brian's tales from 2 a.m. I I was asked to join that mock draft last night, but Uh you know why I didn't? Why's that? You hate mock drafts. <laughs> I hate mock drafts. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't able to do it either. Um, Kyle Kyle was asked to join the mock yeah. draft last night. You know what Kyle said? I hate mock drafts. <laughs> no, he did not. He said, no. Dad, I don't know any college players. We don't yeah. watch college football because yeah, yeah. we don't. So uh, I like, don't I don't either. And that's why I don't hear these names. But I do right. study everything about leading up to know what 
could possibly happen with the Steelers. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the bad ones. We're going to talk about the bad mock drafts. And trust me, I've seen a ton of them. I've had to go looking for them. I've had to look for bad mock drafts in order to do my mock draft Monday article, just in order to get a player that I haven't already covered. Now, this past week was one that I didn't think was a bad one. I thought it was a pretty good one. But the few weeks before that, I'm like, I'm having to go some mock drafts that are doing some weird stuff. Lucky for me, I saved one player that's a possibility for the Steelers at 24 that I haven't covered that I can do for the last one on Monday. So I'm excited about that. Okay. But um, but if you didn't ch- catch our show last week, make sure you go do that. Of course, then some YouTube comments were like, oh, you should have drafted all these guys. I'm like, do you realize every single draft pick at the round that you were saying was off the board? Every one of them. Yeah. You know, people are like, well, why do you take Harris over at the end? Because Eddie N was gone and Harris was there. That's why. Um, so that was interesting. A big bro would rather go fishing than That's do a right. mock draft. Rather go fishing than so, do a mock draft. Here's what we're going to look at tonight. We're going to look at don't trust the mock draft that dot, dot, dot. Um, it's funny because Michael Beck was going to do something, going to basically do the same thing for his live mic this morning. But then I had to tell him like, sorry, we called it first. And uh, he he adjusted a little bit. I gave him an idea of something else because um, it was some very interesting Twitter stuff that he had said. I'm like, oh, you should talk about this. And his was basically about bad Steelers takes. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you do. Um, it, it, and we'll actually address a couple of these tonight. But we're going to start with this one. This was kind of obvious. No, wait. I got the oh, you number want, you got one. one? I, no, I have the number one. We can yeah, end no, the no. show after I say this one. Okay. Don't trust a mock draft that dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. was completed by the Scobros. Yes, there you go. There you go. And you know what? Ours is going to fall into one of my categories, too, the one that we did. Um, it is. It actually Excellent. is. Good. So, But here, here's one. Here's one. Don't trust a mock draft that doesn't have the 49ers with the third pick in the draft. I've seen them out there. And, they're, yeah. and they've actually been some recent ones where people don't even have the picks right. We had one that was that some someone I know completed and they sent it and said, here are the picks. I'm like, what's wrong with your numbers? They said, what do you mean? I'm like, you don't even have the right number picks for the Steelers. You know, they have pick um, one, 128 and 140 in the fourth round, not, not 130 and 142. You know, they were, they were just off. So believe it or not, they're out there. This one was kind of an easy, obvious one. Don't trust a mock draft that doesn't even have the right teams picking. Because here, here's where some go off. You know, the Patriots, had to, they had to forfeit one of their picks this year because of something. And there's so mock drafts. Somewhere where they cheated. Somewhere where they cheated. You know, I, I, I can't even remember which cheating it was. I really can't. Um just because chalk it up, you know, one of the times that they actually, you know, and it wasn't a seventh round pick, so it didn't mess up too much, shockingly. Um, but I think it might have been a third. I think, might, I think they might be might have had to forfeit a third round pick. But there's been mock drafts that didn't have that forfeited pick. And then all the numbers are off. And I'm like, how can you realistically do this? Well, have, I know you don't read them, but what would you think about if you read a mock draft that didn't even have the right teams picking where they were supposed to? Well, I wouldn't. Eat. I, I technically you can't even call that a mock draft because yeah. it's not. It's not copying what's going to take place. Yeah. yeah. 
Exactly. Well, because then you could be really close to the second one I was going to bring up. Because okay. sometimes you're like, well, maybe maybe it's because they're taking it taking it into account trades. So here's number two. Don't trust a mock draft that has 12 first round trades. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've seen people run these, run these. I mean, no joke. It was last year. It was something that was done on the, on the BTSC board. They can't do it anymore because they changed this to coral, which doesn't allow it, which not that does allow it, but would just totally stink at it. Like it does with everything else, but let's not go there. Um, <laughs> yeah. That, um, that, that they were running this and no joke. And, and, and the, and the, the guy that was running it for us from the Steelers was just like, ugh. No, every single they were trading picks for players. No, I mean, they got to the third round and not one team was actually making the pick they were scheduled to make. They were all trading, you know, like like the Chiefs were trading away um Damian Williams for a fourth round pick, you know what I mean? And just stuff random stuff like that. And it's just like this isn't even if if you're putting this out there for people's information. This doesn't give you any good information. I mean, if you think there might be a trade or two and you want to say, oh, I think Denver could move up the four to get a quarterback or something like that. That's like a, yeah. it's like a fantasy mock draft. Yeah. <laughs> but I've seen them, no joke, that you you look at the first 20 picks and half of them aren't even that team because they say there's going to be a trade. And it's just, and I'm like, this isn't a mock draft. This is just, you know, this is just messing around, having a good time. Because to me, if I read a mock draft, I'm looking at it for information. I don't know about you. You don't read them, right? I don't read them. But if I if I were looking at one, yeah, I'm looking at it to get a better grasp of what could happen. Yeah. So if there are a gazillion trades going on, now there will be some trades. Oh, absolutely. Because there always are. Okay. But not a ridiculous amount of trades. Because yes. there never is. Yes. Yeah. It, it, exactly. Exactly. So I've got another one. Don't trust the mock draft that doesn't have. Why did it just escape my brain right now? <laughs> that does not have. Um, just so everybody knows. I lost it. I lost it. Hold on. What was it? Just so so everybody knows that two days ago Uh was Dave's birthday. Yeah. I'm old now. And so, you know, he's catching up with me again. You know, my birthday's a couple weeks before his. So, you know, I'm older. Extra older than him for, you know, less than two weeks, 13 days. And then, boom, he's old again. I'm old again. Nice to see you're catching up. I'm catching up. I remember what it is now. You ready? Okay, go. Okay. Do not. And thank you for all for for the belated birthdays, wishes. I appreciate that. Do not trust a mock draft that doesn't have Trevor Lawrence going first overall. Okay. Yeah. You know why? Because you're probably someone who's, you're dealing with someone who's either trying to be cute or totally overthinking it. Yep. I wouldn't even go past that. Now, is there still the possibility that he, that the world would be shocked and he doesn't go first overall? Yeah, but that would be stunning. So therefore, anyone who thinks they're going to try to call that, they're just trying. I mean, to me, 
They're just trying it's to do it bait. so that in case it would happen, it could be like, oh look, I got it right. That that came from my from from my um, my one statement on the preview last Thursday, where I said, "Don't be that guy that does fifty-seven mock drafts, and then when the steal and in one of them, the Steelers take the player that you said, and you're like, I called this, I knew it. You know, don't don't don't. But that's the thing here. If that's they're the same, going, that's the if, same as that's the same as the guy that fills out, you know, twenty-seven, you know, sheets for the NCAA tournament and then wins by like, yes, I'm so good. <laughs> no, that wasn't my example Thursday night. My example Thursday night was the person that fills out, you know, thirty NCAA brackets, and in one of them they pick a fifteen to upset a two, and then when it happens, you're like, I am the smartest man alive. Yeah, like, I'm the smartest of course, man you're going to call the one big upset if you do enough brackets. Come on, so. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that was a lot of fun. But honestly, that's what I'm saying. If you're not, if you're dealing with someone, if you click on a mock draft, say, oh, I wonder who this deal is going to take. And the very first thing does not say Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You are dealing with someone that's just, that's, that you're dealing with a pot stirrer, if you know what I mean. Someone yeah. who wants to stir the pot and get things on. You know, that's hey, a, I, I want to bring up a, co- I want to bring up a comment because I like it. Yeah. Okay. So AJ says, uh, I read mock drafts to see who we should pick, not predict the pick. Yeah. And I think that's the one useful thing that mock drafts can be. If if you read enough mock drafts, you might try to figure out, hey, there's a range of maybe five guys that could end up down in here, and we'll probably get one of these five guys. Exactly, exactly. Because I'll be honest with you, there are there are some players out there that I don't know that much about that are towards the top of the draft. And the reason that I don't know anything about them is because they're not going below pick 15. You know, them dropping to 15 would be a really big deal. So I don't know as much about them, honestly. You know, I don't know a ton about the tackle from Northwestern or the tackle from Oregon. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jerry, Cherry. Oh, Jerry, Cherry, man. I didn't even realize that was the day today because I said a pot stir on 420. Uh, that's a good one. But no. But I mean, someone someone that's just trying to get everyone. They're a heel. They're a heel. They're, yeah. They're, they're, they're doing – this isn't an insult. They're pulling a Mark Madden, you know, He's the former wrestling guy. He does sports to be the heel. That's who he is. And he does it well, whether you like him or not. So you're going to find that guy that comes out. I mean, it's kind of like where we would have to do them on April Fool's. He didn't do one this year because he just gave a recap of, of other stuff. But last year, Tony came out with no, Tony Defio came out with, with the Seals have a no first round draft pick. He found a way for them to, to 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 trade up and and have like five first round draft picks. That was his April Fool's article, because nice. that's what he kind of looks at is that if you're going to take it, why not take it to extreme? Because honestly, there are people out there that have some who what they think is a serious mock draft that is really more of a joke because they 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 want to think outside the box. And they want to show that they're on the edge, and really, it just kind of makes it all fall apart. You, you agree with that? I do. Yeah. So I could totally see that happen, but 
I have another category, well, several categories, but they're they're kind of all dealing with one thing specifically. So what we're going to go ahead and do is we're going to go ahead and take our break here, and we're going to come back and we're going to do a couple more of these don't trust the mock draft that. Um, but we're going to look specifically at ones that are dealing with the Steelers. Um, and then we might have okay. some time for some questions, I'm hoping, and then we'll do our big question at the end. So if you are listening on the audio side, go ahead and click on over to part two. Everything else I have to say now is worthless. Um, and if you're here um, on the <laughs> – sorry. If you're here on Facebook or YouTube, give us a few seconds, and we'll be right back with part two. 